Listener Production. Your Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Thursday, the 25th of February. And we start with breaking news this morning. Queensland is a step closer to hosting the 2032 Olympic Games after the IOC announced this morning unanimous support for Brisbane as the preferred candidate city. And we'll have more details on this breaking story from our reporter in Brisbane in just a moment. The Queensland Premier is calling for an urgent National Cabinet meeting after a major COVID vaccine bungle that saw two elderly patients given the wrong doses. A doctor at a nursing home in Brisbane's north administered the Pfizer jab to an 88-year-old man and a 94-year-old woman, but by mistake gave the pair four times the recommended dose. Anastasia Palaszczuk says the federal government is responsible for the vaccination program and she wants answers. I'm advised that was only the intervention of a nurse that prevented further overdoses. I applaud that nurse for her actions. Mr Speaker, none of this is good enough and the federal government must explain itself. Initially, the federal health minister said the responsible doctor had been properly trained, but then the story changed. Here's Greg Hunt. The revised advice... Uh, is that on further investigation, Healthcare Australia has now advised that the doctor had not completed the required training. This is being investigated by Healthcare Australia. A nurse raised the alarm about the overdose of the patients, with the doctor now stood down. The serious mistake has sparked further concerns about confidence in the vaccination program, but Chief Medical Officer Professor Paul Kelly says there is no need for concern and similar cases have happened overseas. We are aware of, of several cases like this happening early in the, uh, in the phase rollout through uh, residential aged care facility equivalents in both Germany and the UK. Uh, again, um, the, the, uh, the side effect profile was minimal, particularly in the older people. Meantime, it looks like another COVID vaccine may be on the way after promising trial results in the US. There are now moves to fast-track the approval of the Johnson & Johnson one-shot vaccine for emergency use in the United States. Scientists from the Food and Drug Administration confirmed that the vaccine is safe and around 66% effective. Also making news this morning, former Liberal staffer Brittany Higgins has made a formal complaint to the Australian Federal Police over her alleged rape at Parliament House in Canberra. She alleges she was sexually assaulted by a colleague inside the office of Defence Industry Minister Linda Reynolds in 2019. Meantime, just hours before she was set to address the National Press Club and face questions about the sexual assault allegations, Minister Reynolds was admitted to hospital on advice from her cardiologist. And in another key development, it's been revealed Minister Peter Dutton was another senior government member who found out about the damning allegations before the Prime Minister. The federal government's controversial media bargaining code has taken an important step forward. It's passed in the Senate overnight and now heads to the House of Representatives. And there's serious doubts this morning about whether one of the world's greatest athletes will ever be able to play again. Golf superstar Tiger Woods is recovering in hospital after suffering serious injuries in that horror car accident in LA. 
Tigers Foundation has confirmed he's undergone extensive surgery on his right leg and ankle that involved inserting a rod, screws and pins. Michael Williams from CBS Radio in the US has told the project the sporting icon is tough, but there's limits to what he can come back from. If anybody can do it, if anybody can stand the pain, can stand the rehab, can get through it, it's this guy. But this time... He's 45 years old, compounded with all the other trauma that he's had uh, uh, in his life and in his body. It doesn't seem plausible. So what does this mean for the future of Tiger Woods? We'll have more details coming up shortly in sport. Now for a look at what else is making news around the country this Thursday morning. Firstly, to Queensland. And as we mentioned earlier, the state has received a massive boost in its bid to host the 2032 Olympic Games, with the International Olympic Committee announcing unanimous support for Brisbane as the preferred candidate city. Amy Drew has more from Brisbane. Yeah, Tash, a major sports coup for the Sunshine State. Here's IOC President Thomas Bach revealing the decision a couple of hours ago. The executive board has uh, unanimously, after a very intensive discussion, approved this uh, recommendation. The commission, based on this decision, will now start more detailed uh, discussions uh, with the Brisbane 2032 Committee and the Australian Olympic Committee Super exciting news. Well, the committee says our bid was very advanced compared to other countries. And the fact that most of the venues are already built following the 2018 Commonwealth Games, which was held on the Gold Coast, makes the city very desirable. It would also be a major cash grab with the potential to generate a whopping $35 billion for the local economy. As for when we'll know about a final decision on the bid, it's likely we won't have official confirmation until at least next year. And in Sydney, police are searching for a man accused of seriously injuring a woman at a five-star hotel in the CBD. Our reporter, Siobhan Caulfield, has the details from Sydney. Yeah, Tash, police are on the hunt for an armed and dangerous man after a woman was brutally attacked inside a hotel in Sydney's CBD. A warrant has been issued for the arrest of 41-year-old Matthew Donaldson for attempted murder. It comes after a woman in her 30s was found unconscious on a bed in the five-star Primus Hotel on Pitt Street suffering serious head and abdominal injuries on Tuesday night. Police say the victim was bludgeoned with a hammer. She remains in hospital in a serious condition. Hours before the attack, Donaldson uploaded images of the hotel to his Facebook and captioned it, Game Over. When someone commented asking what game he was playing, he replied, Life or Death, I lost. It's believed he may be in the Blue Mountains area and could be armed with a firearm. Anyone who sees him is urged not to approach him but to contact triple zero. Now for the latest in business and finance news this morning, we're joined by Peter Switzer from switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. Now, this is quite an interesting story you start with today. The alcohol sectors of many businesses have been doing incredibly well during COVID, but Woolworths is set to offload some of these well-performing sectors. Exactly. Um, now, Woolworths will spin off its liquor and hotels business in June. You know, demerger, that has been a few years in the planning. Undoubtedly, the coronavirus put the plans on ice. 
but in June, Woolies will put its booze business with a stale operator, Dan Murphy's, and a big stable of pubs into a separate company that will be listed on the stock market. And the move should be good for its share price because there are big ethical fund managers who won't put their money into companies that are involved in tobacco, gaming, alcohol or fossil fuels. Woolies could become attractive to these big funds, which would push its share price up. And also making news today in the finance world, Peter, pay packets started to get fatter in late 2020 for some sectors. Who were the major winners and is the trend set to continue? Yes, a bit of a surprise for many of us. Australian workers' pay grew faster than expected in the December quarter as firms reversed temporary COVID-19 pay cuts as the economy grew thanks to our success containing the virus. Also, a rise in the minimum wage helped those numbers. The Australian Bureau of Statistics reported that its wage price index lifted by 0.6% after climbing by just 0.1% in the three months of September, which coincided with border closures and Victoria going back into its second lockdown. Private sector pay was up only 1.1% for the year, but the education sector was the best place for wage rises, which saw a 2.4% increase. But with the economy improving, most Australians should see better pay rises this year. And Rebel Government MP Craig Kelly, he's certainly been in the headlines of recent days, and he says he won't support a freeze on legislated super contribution increases without pay rises for workers. Yep, he's twisting the arm, isn't he? Recently, MP Craig Kelly left the government to sit on the crossbenches because he was told to stop publicly pushing unsafe COVID-19 treatments. He also has a staffer accused of inappropriate behaviour towards a female workmate. His exit from the government takes away the Prime Minister's majority in the Parliament, and it means if the government tries to stop the super levy rise from 9.5% to 12% between now and 2025, he will need Mr Kelly's vote. But he now is saying if you stop the super rises, workers will have to get compulsory pay rises instead. Or if not, you don't get my vote. Interesting to see how that plays out. Peter, thank you. Cheers. for sport now with Brett Thomas and Brett of course the major sports story today is Tiger Woods he was so lucky to get out of that horror crash he was preparing for another comeback at the Masters what's the future look like for the golfing superstar well in terms of the immediate future of course we've got the Masters due to get underway in April you'd say that he is absolutely no chance of, uh, of playing in the Masters this year he's they actually released a statement via his surgeon on his personal Twitter account yesterday and described in gruesome detail the injuries that he suffered to both legs, particularly his right leg. Uh, Sounds like it was virtually shattered in that crash. His car rolling off the highway uh, several times and uh, he has uh, plates and screws and all sorts of stuff in in that right leg. So with what, uh, only a couple of months until the Masters tee off at Augusta National, you'd say that, um, yeah, a very, very unlikely chance that he'll be playing this year. And then what does it mean for his career he also had another round of back surgery last year as well, so uh, you'd have to say that um, grave doubts that we'll ever see Tiger Woods on a professional golf course again. Incredibly lucky to even be alive after that awful smash. Brett, also making news in the sporting world today, the AFL's changed the schedule for the final round of pre-season matches, but it's raised some eyebrows in Tassie. Yeah, that's right. They, they've changed the schedule so that all teams will play in their home state in the final round of pre-season games. They say to minimise travel and and any risks associated with COVID, but the one match that they've actually moved 
is uh, Hawthorne against North Melbourne, which was scheduled for Launceston in Tasmania. They've shifted that back to Melbourne. Now, the Hawks say that they are bitterly disappointed. They have a $4 million contract with the Tasmanian government to play games there. The Tasmanian government at the moment is refusing to negotiate a deal uh, beyond this year because they gave the AFL an ultimatum to either say definitively no or to set a pathway uh, for their own team. So with that standoff between the AFL and, and Tasmania, you know, the cynic in it suggests that, um, you know, perhaps they've moved this match as a, as a bit of a shot in the arm of, uh, of Tasmania. But it's not the only game uh, they've, they've moved now. Uh, Gold Coast and, and Brisbane and uh, the Dockers, the Eagles, the Giants and the Swans will all have to play each other twice. So a couple of other games that they've moved, but uh, certainly that one, as you said, raised a few eyebrows yesterday. And Brett, the Titans are under salary cap investigation. How could this affect the chance of signing Cameron Smith? Yeah, some differing reports this morning. Exactly what was paid to the family uh, that David Fafita trespassed uh, in their front yard uh, in Christmas time last year. The Courier Mail saying that it was for a $10,000 security system. Now, if the Titans were able to prove that David Fafita paid for that out of his own pocket, this investigation would already be over. But suggestions, obviously, that the Gold Coast paid for that themselves. That will mean that will have to come out of their salary cap, that $10,000 if the NRL Integrity Unit is able to prove that story that's in the Courier-Mail today, that's 10000 less that they could have to spend on Cameron Smith. They have around $600,000 in their salary cap for him, uh, and, and now the Broncos, of course, are, are still in the mix as well. So if he's looking at both clubs and weighing up the money, and that's an important factor for Cameron Smith, then he'd, you'd think he'd be starting to lean towards the Broncos. And Brett Ashbarty, she is such a champion. We love the Barty party, but some are saying she is out of form at the moment. <laughs> Look, I think she's officially out of form. Uh, Adelaide International last night, she played American Danielle Collins. She was leading 3-1 in the first set, lost the next five games in a row. Then in the second set, she was leading 4-1 and again had a bit of a meltdown. The match was actually over in an hour, so they were, they were short games. Uh, she hasn't lost back-to-back matches like that for uh, more than a year. We know what happened at the Australian Open in the, the quarterfinals where she had a a similar lead against Carolina Muleva and uh, and lost that match. So that's her last match in Australia. Maybe she needs a bit of time off. Um, there's still some doubt as to what tournaments will actually get underway as planned across, uh, across Europe, but uh, that is her last match in Australia for now. So hopefully she can take a bit of time off and, um, and come back and, and gear up for the French Open. Yeah, we love her. She's such a great champion. Brett, thank you so much. Thanks, Tash. Checking the weather details around the country now this Thursday morning. Shower or two on the way for Brisbane, top of 29. 28 and showers also expected today for Sydney after some wild weather hit regional areas, including Tamworth yesterday. Melbourne, mostly sunny, a top of 23. Shower or two on the way for Canberra, 26. Afternoon shower expected and just a top of 20 degrees today for Hobart. Partly cloudy and 23 for Adelaide and sunny. 31 for Perth, plus showers and storms on the way and 31 for Darwin. And some are trying to cash in on a move by food giant McDonald's to get rid of plastic. A handful of Macca's original plastic straws have popped up on eBay, some going for as much as $1,500. The condition listed as new and no surprises. Returns are not accepted. The fast food giant has pledged to remove around 868 metric tonnes of plastic from its restaurants every year. 
And that's all you need to know to start your day with your morning agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode and a whole new world of audio by downloading the new Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Listener.